At one time the Buddha was staying near Baranasi, in the deer park at Isipatana. There the Buddha addressed the group of five ascetics. Bhikkhus, these two extremes should not be cultivated by one who has gone forth. What to? Indulgence in sensual pleasures, which is low, crude, ordinary, ignoble, and unbeneficial. An indulgence in self-mortification, which is painful, ignoble, and unbeneficial. Avoiding these two extremes, the awakened one realized the middle way path, which gives rise to vision and knowledge and leads to peace, direct knowing, full enlightenment to Nibbana. And what is that middle way path? It is simply this noble eightfold path, that is, right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. This is that middle way path which gives rise to vision and knowledge and leads to peace, direct knowing, full enlightenment to Nibbana. Now this is the noble truth of suffering. Birth is suffering. Old age is suffering. Illness is suffering. Death is suffering. Association with the disliked is suffering. Separation from the liked is suffering. Not getting what you wish for is suffering. In brief, the five aggregates affected by clinging are suffering. Now this is the noble truth of the origin of suffering. It's the craving that leads to renewed existence mixed up with relishing and lust, taking pleasure here and there, that is, craving for sensual pleasures, craving for existence, 
and craving for non-existence. Now this is the noble truth of the cessation of suffering. It's the fading away and cessation of that very same craving with nothing left over, giving it away, letting it go, releasing it and not adhering to it. Now this is the noble truth of the path that leads to the cessation of suffering. It is simply this noble eightfold path that is right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. This is the noble truth of suffering. This noble truth of suffering should be completely understood. This noble truth of suffering has been completely understood. In regards to these truths, never heard before, there arose in me vision, knowledge, wisdom, realization, and light. This is the noble truth of the origin of suffering. This noble truth of the origin of suffering should be given up. This noble truth of the origin of suffering has been given up. In regards to these truths, never heard before, there arose in me vision, knowledge, wisdom, realization, and light. This is the noble truth of the cessation of suffering. This noble truth of the cessation of suffering should be realized. This noble truth of the cessation of suffering has been realized. In regards to these truths, never heard before, there arose in me vision knowledge, wisdom, realization, 
and light. This is the noble truth of the path that leads to the cessation of suffering. This noble truth of the path that leads to the cessation of suffering should be developed. This noble truth of the path that leads to the cessation of suffering has been developed. In regards to these truths, never heard before, there arose in me vision, knowledge, wisdom, realisation and light. As long as my true knowledge and vision about these four noble truths was not fully purified. In these three phases and twelve aspects, I did not declare my supreme perfect awakening. In this world with its gods, Maras and Brahmas, with its ascetics and Brahmins, its gods and humans, But when my true knowledge and vision about these four noble truths was fully purified in these three phases and twelve aspects, then I did declare my supreme perfect awakening in this world. Knowledge and vision arose in me. Unshakable is the liberation of my mind. This is my last birth. Now there is no more renewed existence. That is what the Buddha said. Elated, the group of five bhikkhus delighted in the Buddha's words. And while this discourse was being spoken, the stainless, immaculate vision of the Dharma arose in Venerable Kondanya. All that is subject to origination is subject to cessation. And when the Buddha set forth in motion the wheel of Dharma, the earth gods raised the cry, near Baranasi, in the deer park at Isipatana, the Buddha has set forth in motion the supreme wheel of Dharma. And that wheel cannot be stopped by any ascetic or Brahman, or God, or Mara, or Brahma, or by anyone in the world.
hearing the cry of the earth gods, the gods of the four great kings, the gods of the thirty-three, the gods of Yama, the joyful gods, the gods who love to create, the gods who control the creations of others, the gods of Brahma's host, raise the cry. Near Baranasi, in the deer park at Isipatana, the Buddha has set forth in motion the supreme will of Dharma. And that wheel cannot be stopped by anyone in the world. And so, at that moment, in that instant, the cry soared up to the Brahma realm, and this galaxy shook and rocked and trembled. And an immeasurable, magnificent light appeared in the world, surpassing the glory of the gods. Then the Buddha expressed his heartfelt sentiment. Kondanya has really understood. Kondanya has really understood. And that's how Venerable Kondanya came to be known as Kondanya who understood.